welcome to a brand new episode of Tale Talk number 143. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And just so you guys know, we've been doing something different because obviously we live on different coasts. Um, Chris and I work different times. Uh, so if some of these episodes have been sounding uh, not as usual, it's because Chris or I have been driving. <laughs> and uh, so literally phoning it in um, the last few episodes of Talk Like Talk. But we promise that we'll try to get to some normalcy at some point. But uh, for right now, I hope the content speaks for itself regardless of the uh, maybe difference in uh, quality. Listen, just so I you guys know. when I call in, it sounds great. It's like, so whatever you guys want to call quality these days, that's up to you. But you'll still get the same old antics from both of us, regardless if I'm not killing myself in traffic, all right? <laughs> exactly. And, and actually, it doesn't sound bad. No, sounds, like you're, you know, you're, yeah, I think it sounds kind of yeah. cool sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do so, it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by D23 Expo 2019. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. I mean, so much news came out of this thing, guys. Like, that's what we're going to talk about this episode. So, um, I'll try to put it out in a timely manner. We're shooting this on the 26th of August. Um, since my my child doesn't sleep too much, probably will be hearing this on the 27th. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's get right into it um first up at the top is marvel um we're gonna split this up different formatting than you guys are used to because of d23 uh chris just drove through uh, a tunnel uh, now those but... are the constant motorcycles that drive amongst you like madmen oh, i don't yeah. know how they do that yeah. i would never do that shit <laughs> um so yeah, so the way that we're going to format this is going to be different, um, flying kind of off the rails a little bit. So Marvel TV news, top of the order, uh, we've got news of new shows, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. So let's just break these down um, as, as far as my enthusiasm goes. It actually goes Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and then Miss Marvel. How about you? Um, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we didn't know any of these were coming, right? You know, like, this is all new. Uh, these, all three of these have been rumored for years. Years. Um, so it's not really, it wasn't a big surprise to me. I'm just happy that, A, Moon Knight gets the show instead of just a movie that would never be able to explain who he is. We're going to the depth of that character. Um, and the other two we can talk about. So, Yeah, I um, we talked about it, I think, last episode where Jeff Loeb, who oversees um, Marvel TV right now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Netflix stuff. I don't know if these... Uh, do these play into the MCU? I think they do, oh, right? Yeah. All oh. of them? Okay, so... I don't know if Jeff Loeb is doing all this or if Kevin Feige is doing all this. One thing I did want to talk about too, and maybe I'll I'll, um, I'll I'll save it for later. But anyway, how do these characters, without going too far, because we have a lot of news to go into, but like, how do these characters, re, you know, match up to the MCU in, in your mind? They they 
they really don't in a way. Um, so what this is, is we're getting outside that, that broad spectrum of the Avengers. Yes, this all could tie together. They can all have little crossovers here and there, but these are characters that are very autonomous. Um, you know, with She-Hulk, we'll get probably a superhero lawyer show, uh, which is kind of yeah, interesting. Sure. Ms. Marvel is very, very important these days with her being uh, Muslim, uh, especially the political spectrum that we're in right now. Um, in fact, one of my, my uh, pres- one of the present- presidential candidates, Kamala Harris, um, was actually tweeted today about how important the representation of this kind of character is these days. And I think I agree with that completely. Um, and Moon Knight is just so batty um, and such an obscure character that I'm very excited to see uh, finally, uh, you know, a, an adaptation of that story uh, for us to watch instead of being like, wow, this is amazing on the pages of the comics. I can't even, I can't even wait for, uh, to see what kind of mind fuckery they have in store. So, Just as a real quick, do you think for, for Moon Knight, I feel like he would have done better as opposed to Disney plus, you know, what's, what's your thought on that? Not really. I, either way, man. Okay. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it's just one way or another gets made. And it seems like right now with Hulu, they got a lot of stuff in the works. They got thing, you know, there's a reason why it fell into this, this spectrum. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Either way. Still excited. Um, we got news that the there's going to be 23 What If episodes for each one of the MCU films so far, um, including Peggy Carter, a.k.a. Haley Atwell, um, as Captain Britain instead of Captain America, which I thought was very interesting in the sense it was Captain Britain, as we know, as an actual character in, in uh, Marvel Comics, and she's taking on that What If role. So what did you think about that? I think that? that's an amazing idea for the show. I was really kind of waiting to see how that was going to be rolled out and planned. And I think that's one of the best and more um, insane things I've heard of in a long time, that they're actually going to take each movie and give us an alternate tale. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me too. Me too. So um excited to see what those are going to end up being like. Okay, so for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, we got news that Wyatt Russell will be added as U.S. agent. I think you and I talked about U.S. agent yep. maybe coming to this show. Um, so it's cool that we got that. Wyatt Russell, actually, um, he's been doing some good stuff uh, as far as acting goes. Um, he's best known for, he's in 22 Jump Street. This is 40. Everybody wants some. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have him uh, join the cast and, and that character. What did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I love to see how they're really, you know, they're spreading their wings. Uh, you know, we'll talk about Red Guardian in a little bit. Now we're getting, you know, with U.S. Agent, even just like a little bit of representation of Captain Britain, though it's not accurate, accurate to the comics. But still, we're, we're reaching into these these these. I don't want to say C-level characters because, you know, they're all important characters, but they're definitely not characters that most people even know. Um, unlike, you know, us who all yeah. have been like reading comics for a long time, you know, growing up and collected all the cards. So we, we know these characters, you know, so, um, <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. the flare yeah. cards? Is that what we're Off of the cards. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm, I'm really excited that they're taking these characters because that's what I, I, I love is not just like your main, your main A-listers, but I love to see these other stories and these other characters get the screen time. So very exciting. Good. Yeah, me too. Very, very happy for that. And then we also have a new look at Bucky. I would say a new old look at Bucky uh, because he's kind of pulling back to his uh, Captain America First Avenger look. Um, you know, that's not anything really new, but what do you think I didn't think get a look that? at that. Um, what is it, very similar to his costume back in the, back in the war? Yeah. Yeah, he's um, just oh, got okay. the shorter haircut, and he's got a different a different costume, a uh, little bit more reminiscent of the um, uh, Brubaker. A cool. little bit. It's a mix. So, yeah, good to see that. Um, then we got WandaVision. Um, WandaVision adds to the cast. Uh, Kat Dennings will be back as Darcy, uh, which he played in Thor. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Randall Park, who was in um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp as that former um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Do you I, remember I him? I don't. Which one was he? He was Ant- he's Ant-Man's oh, right. in Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> so like he's joining. <laughs> and then Catherine Hahn, who doesn't have a defined role, but she is an amazing comedic actress. I, I love her. Uh, they're all joining, all joining the cast. Um, what do you think about those those announcements, especially Darcy? Um, I, I'm I'm up or I'm up and down about this show. I it's not really my most anticipated show. Uh, so, you know, I I would like to see more from it before I make any judgments. But I'm more excited about the other shows that are coming out. I'm going to tell you, based off of this... Did you watch this yeah, poster reveal? Did you see this? I personally am more excited about WandaVision than the other okay. ones. <laughs> and the, the reason why is because, obviously, Tom King uh, had a heavily, heavy influence on what we're going to see in this show. Um, and he even uh, tweeted out the poster today. And he was like, oh, well, well, there you go. Um, And I just, I think it's going to be so weird. And I really like 50 sitcoms. And they both, both Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen said that it's a lot like that. And then things get completely crazy. Um, So I, and it leads directly into Doctor Strange. So even though I know the action in the Falcon, the winter soldier is going to be a lot of fun. And overall it's going to have that captain America vibe, which I love. I think WandaVision is going to be up there with like Legion or something like something just so weird that it's like the MCU is kind of, uh, you know, kind of going on the fringes with it. That's why yeah, I mean, I like the it. fact that they're doing different stuff with it. It's just not my, my thing. I mean, like I said, I don't, I'm not going to make a judgment until I watch it. It's just, I would rather watch, Bucky and Falcon go mess things up. You know what I mean? It's just I like that weird yeah. stuff too, no, I, I, and it will have a place, and I'll watch it because I'll pay for that for seven dollars a month for everything. And um, I'm more, I am, like you said, I am, I'm actually more interested in Doctor Strange too uh, with Wanda. So we'll see. 
one other thing I do want to talk about real quick with WandaVision. In that poster, there's a shadow of both of them. The vision shadow looks like the vision, but Wanda's vision, or sorry, shadow looks like Scarlet Witch from the X-Men comics. Did you pick up on that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's, that was one thing where I was like, okay, where are you going with that? I already feel like she's just creating an alternate reality. AKA. Um, that's what I kind of feel like is happening in this show. And then things start unraveling, but they showed that shadow of the Scarlet from the comics that we know. I thought that that was very interesting and cool. So, if you haven't seen that in the poster, check it out, including yourself, Chris. <laughs> but that was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, which hasn't done anything good since the House of M, so I don't... We'll see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> let's go uh, real quick. Spider-Man and his amazing friends is coming in to uh, Disney Junior. Um, you know, I thought that that was just like a neat little thing. Uh, you know, Spider-Gwen's going to be there. I think Miles will be there as well, and it's a cute little thing for the, I think it's like five and under crowd. Um, and then I did want to say, I didn't write it down, but we did get our first kind of look at uh, Moon Girl in the Devil Dinosaur. It's coming to Disney Channel, but it's not coming to Disney Plus, which I thought that that was kind of weird. But, not really. Speaking, you can't you can't put everything on the streaming service. You got to have some stuff for the general audience. So it's like, I you know what I mean? I guess. Why not? Nobody's like, not everybody's going to pay for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know, but it's like, at the same time, like, don't you want everybody <laughs> like coming to this? Yeah, like, so you put the reruns on there. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're going to have everybody coming to it anyhow. But maybe not, you know what I mean? Not everybody's going to pay for it for the kids. So maybe that's the thing, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, um, I guess I'll I'll take to your point where maybe it will come as a rerun, eventually make its way to, to Disney+, Plus, which I'm sure it will. But anyway, that's created by Jack Kirby. And, um, you know, we still talk about Kirby all the time. All every day, time. so every day his, I talk about Kirby. Every, every day, day. yeah, I dream about so, Kirby. And then uh, finally, um, Hydra is back to Agents of Shield at D twenty three. They they showed the first episode of Agents of Shield, which I thought was crazy because we're a year away from the premiere of that next season, final season. <laughs> but they showed that first episode. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. Um, I really hope they go out with a bang, uh, because really... Well, what also do you think of Hydra coming back in general? I mean, it's comics, so it's, it's only you know a matter of time before they brought back the most important organization in the Marvel Universe outside of S.H.I.E.L.D., so... <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree. So, um, all right, so let's jump across. Let's go over to some movie news. It's a lot of stuff coming from here. First off, Kit Harrington is going to be Black Knight in The Eternals, as well as Gemma Chan will be Cersei, and Barry Cogan will be the villain. Um, so that's two Game of Thrones stars, because Rob Stark 
is also going to be in the Eternals. Um, what do you think of this casting news for Eternals? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Somebody put up a meme the other day about something Rob Stark had said to Jon Snow um, when they when they left, you know, saw each other, and it was very. You have to look that up, everybody, because it's 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 really kind of like ironic. Um, but I like that uh, Kid Harrington's getting some work after Game of Thrones, especially his capacity. Uh, the Black Knight, not super familiar with the character, um, so it's it's nice, you know, it's kind of like I said earlier. Um, that Marvel's diving into these characters so we can, you know, the general public, uh, we can learn about these more obscure characters. Yeah, super excited about it because we're, we're kind of in one of those ages where we're back to um, Guardians territory where we don't really know too much about the Eternals as far as the, the general public goes. So Marvel will just have to blow our minds again <laughs> like they did with, yeah. uh, with Guardians. So that's exciting yeah. for us. Um, all right, so let's go to Black Widow. Um, there was footage which came out. I didn't watch any of it, uh, which, whatever, it was at D23. They haven't officially released it, but we did get a poster that was revealed, including David Harbour as a character named Red Guardian. Uh, what do you think about all this Black Widow-ness? I, you know, it's, have they said when this movie's set? Yeah, they did actually. So this is it after? It's after Civil War and before Infinity okay. War, which I'll be quite honest with you is not the time period that I wanted it to be because to me that means zero consequences. Um, even though it can be fine, it can you know just like uh, Solo, zero consequences. But I love that movie, so not saying it's going to be bad or anything. I just was really hoping it was going to be a much further back story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, it also, it also gives us no uh, insight into black widow ever coming back too. So that's good. But um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready for a Russian spy movie. Uh, I think that once again, it's another, you know, it, it is, it, these are all genre esque, you know, different genres within the Marvel universe. I loved uh, Winter Soldier yeah. and, uh, you know, Civil War. So I'm sure it'll be along those lines. So I'm kind of, I'm very excited to get more, uh, more of a spy thriller. Yeah, me too. And, um, you know, regardless of where it's set, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, the David Harbour playing the character of Red Guardian, just kind of like Black Knight. I don't know him. I don't know that character at all. I know he's Russian. <laughs> That's pretty yep. much as much as I know about it. Yeah, but once again, awesome. Awesome that these characters are getting the, getting the spotlight. Exactly. Um, we got an announcement. Black Panther 2 is coming out on May 6, 2022. What do you think of that? Yeah, man. I am extremely excited for Black Panther 2. Um, I think that uh, with with the scope of things, uh, with what we're working towards. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, Dr. Doom has always been a big thorn in the Black Panther's side. Black Panther's always been a very big, um, very big, uh, you know, uh, ally of the Fantastic Four. I think it's a good way to kind of shoo them in. Do you think that's Possibly. why maybe it's so far away? I do. It's not in phase four, right? 
I, I believe it's still phase four. Yeah. It's the end of phase four then, right? Phase four ends. Yeah, it's two years. So phase four starts next year, uh, goes for two years. So yeah, that, um, that'll time will tell in seeing, uh, how they will actually transition to the next phase. So it could be a big part of that. Yeah, it's, um, you're right. I, I guess it, it is kind of like going, going out that way. So it'll, it'll be curious, but either way, we knew that the movie was coming. We just didn't have a release date. So three years from now, can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, so there was a face pure mural that I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, we did get our, a look at the watcher and we also got a look at an eternal as well as um, the 10 rings. What do you, what are your thoughts on all that? It's setting up phase four. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. The watcher is a big part of, you know, it's, we haven't seen much of the watchers outside of, I think Stan Lee being on the watcher planet during mm-hmm. cameo or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yep. And the Watchers play such a huge role in all. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I'm surprised we haven't se- we didn't see them before uh, at least once. You know, especially like with like maybe in Avengers. But the good thing about this is that if things are going to get crazier, uh, say with Galactus, say with um, the mutants and all this other stuff, you know, all these all these new aspects of the Marvel Universe being uh, added in uh, to what we're you know what we're seeing. Uh, you know, it's, there are big things ahead, bigger than what we've already seen. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, the Ten Rings is an easy one. You know, that's Shang-Chi I'm very excited for and the real Mandarin. And uh, the Eternal is, you know, it's the Eternal. So <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So both Tom Holland and Kevin Feige came out uh, and basically said... We had a good run. We did five year, uh, five movies together, and Tom Holland said he's ex- you know excited about where this the character is going to go next, even though it might be without Marvel. Um, but it was more or less an official goodbye. Uh, so, what do, what do you think about the future of Spider Man and the MCU, or or what? We'll have to wait and see until Sony screws it up. So. <laughs> and Marvel is coming and buy them from them. So for now, <laughs> I'll enjoy this. I'll enjoy the Spider-Verse movies, what they are. <laughs> and then we'll have to wait until, until they, they can't afford to have Spider-Man anymore. So. <laughs> I mean, they've had it for 20 years. So I, I don't know. But yeah. You're going to make a billion dollars for them. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody, like, a lot of people are going to be pissed off enough not to go see any Spider-Man movies. So, we'll see how uh, the fans really uh, hold up on their on their collective uh, boycotting, and uh, we'll see. Yeah. It's a really hard property, man. He's, the, like, one of the most recognized superheroes in the world, you know. So, it's like, he'll always make money. So, Sony, Sony's not, you know, <laughs> they're smart, too. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man is literally the face of Marvel, and he has been yeah. forever. So, um, to your point, even a bad Spider-Man movie still makes a lot of money. People hated Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it made, like, I don't know, $600 million or something or more. So, like, yeah. I, that's the thing, is that Sony, it's he, they're still making a ton of money. They're just, this is the first time they made a billion dollars uh, with 
with Far From Home. So, did you see that yet? Exactly. Did you go this weekend? No, it's next weekend, is it? Oh, maybe. Is it Labor Day weekend? Maybe you're right. I think maybe it's Labor right. Day weekend. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I'm making it. Right. Never mind. I'm going to make a point, too. Um, so, you know, my last thing about movies is, is just like a question for us in the audience. Where's Blade in that lineup? Because he what was lineup? not, I didn't think about it until today. Where is he on that timeline? Oh, he's, they said that at, um, they said that at CCC. they said that, yeah, they said that he's not, he's phase five. Okay. They just, they just made the deal. They wanted people to shut up about like. Wesley Snipes, I think. Okay. And just, and just like they, I think they also um, what's I forget what I can't remember the actor's Marcia name. Um, yeah, they they made that deal and they wanted to get people excited about it, that it's coming. Uh, so, I think as we see the you know the dark their dark universe kind of taking form on Hulu, uh, I think we'll see more and more of that kind of coming together uh, through throughout the next couple of years because Phase Four is short, like we said, is two years. Um, so that gives enough time for Hulu to get kind of started on their Marvel Knights, Knights, uh, side of things. Okay. And, uh, we'll see what happens. All right. You know, that's fine. I'll take that as an answer then. All right. Um, so let's talk about the amusement park side of things. Um, I'm, I'm going to briefly go over this because it's actually pretty in depth <laughs> what, what they want to do to keep expanding these parks. Um, so the one thing I want to touch upon is, or one of the things is Avengers Campus. Um, that's going to go from California to Paris, as well as Hong Kong. It's going to include um, Spider-Man, Spider-Bots. You're going to kind of encounter Ant-Man and the Wasp, Doctor Strange, the, the Guardians. You're going to be able to fly inside of a Quinjet. And it's going to be one giant narrative, similar to what they've been doing with um, Star Wars and uh, Galaxy's Edge. You're going to be able to follow this narrative between the parks. So my, my first question is, what, what do you think about that, this, uh, this Avengers campus? Will you be able to experience everything at the same park? I don't know. I think it's one of those things where... Yes, you'll be able to experience a lot, but like you, you can continue the. Uh, so no, actually no. I think you're gonna have to be able to go to all the parks. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Um, that's just it. Just corporate greed to me. Um, if it's not available at the same park, yeah, I can get. Yeah, you can go have a, you can go have a different experience at a different park and stuff. But I'm sorry, but uh, who can afford to go to all the parks to have a complete adventure? That's just bullshit. Yeah, it's it's so, so I'm just looking at it right now. So Disneyland Paris, um, they have like their own art of Marvel exhibit. They're gonna have like different things like that. So as far as like the narrative goes, let me rephrase it. The narrative will be the same between all the parks, but each park okay. will get like its own special Marvel thing. Like a museum. Yeah, that's it. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're going to put a different ride at Disney Park now. Well, I, you know what? It would be fine if it was like within this country. You know, I get that it's a worldwide thing and like people want it, but it's almost nearly impossible that somebody, like your average person, would be able to go to all the parks to experience the full show. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to make it the same everywhere you go so that it actually, you know, you feel like you're satisfied paying the buco bucks you got to pay to get in those parks anyhow. 
Well, okay. So, for example, I just watched like a behind-the-scenes video of like the uh, Ratatouille ride that's only at Disneyland Paris. We don't have it, and Ratatouille is my favorite Pixar movie. So, you know, the movie takes place in France. I think, like, I get it. While it's why it's in France, I wish it was in America so I could experience it. But like, I think that's the kind of thing is like there might be something that's more Hong Kong specific when you go over there, for example. So anyway, I think it's a cool uh, thing like that. We get to go, you get to go to Wakanda in, in the, in the campus and stuff like that. And you get to see a lot of behind the scenes, Marvel stuff. So I'm excited to go eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. On the star Wars side of things, there's going to be Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, which is a glamorous ship called the Holocene, where every window features stellar views into space. You get to go on a two-night adventure that includes special activities, incredible dining, and a spaceport day on Batu. So this sounds like it's, it's part of uh, the immersive experience that they're really expanding with the Star Wars line. What do you think about that one? That sounds groovy. Um, when they when they finally allow you to wear costumes, then we'll be fully happy. But until I go and really experience it, I uh, I can't have my mind blown quite yet. <laughs> it's all just an idea in my head. So um, yeah, keep adding to it. By the time that we go, can afford to go, and it'll be the best thing ever. Exactly. Exactly. I I just want to get further and further deep within the world of Star Wars. <laughs> yep. um, and then there's some other things like Moana is getting added uh, to to the park, which I thought was pretty cool. I, I actually like that movie a lot. They're going to expand upon Epcot. Um, basically, what they're doing with that is they're kind of going through a thing throughout the years of Epcot where they're going back in time. You're going to be able to uh, go to Mary Poppins. Um, again, like that, that Ratatouille adventure is getting added to the French side. Also in France, you're going to do a Beauty and the Beast thing. So like all the, all the different worlds in different areas of uh, Epcot where you can go into different um, countries, they're going to get their own special ride, which I thought was nice. Oh, sorry. So let me back that up. In the French Pavilion, they're adding that Ratatouille adventure. So I'm sorry, he's going to get there in in France, in America as well. So even back, there you go. Okay, so each in Epcot, they're going to add different things, which is cool. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Now I'm excited. Now I'm excited about that. So anyway, that's the amusement party side of things. And then lastly, before we go to the commercials, I just want to talk about um, comic book. Uh, Not necessarily part of D23, but just kind of along the same lines as as we're talking about things. Um, In 2020, there's a comic book coming called Incoming, (laughs) which is going to shape the future of Marvel Comics. It's from a single moment in the pages of the Dark Phoenix saga to the events of Marvel Comics of today. So that it's a one shot that comes out in November and then it will 
really take shape next year. What do you, what do you think of that? Um, I, I, I believe that it's a good thing when I read it. So um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't care at this point about what Marvel does. Um, I'm very happy with what they're doing with X-Men. So I'll stick with that and, and take my, take my wins as they come. Um, but until they, they really uh, establish a, a, you know, a continuity that I can get behind and I can understand and I can care about, I, you can keep announcing these things. If you give me a bunch of number ones, it's just going to piss me off more. So uh, let's hope. I just want to read, you know, issue number 1000. I want to read what's, you know, what's happening in the next couple of months. We'll read this one shot and maybe Marvel will be relaunching in 2020. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, that's what it sounds like is that this is going to be the, be the onset of whatever the big event is that's going to be happening next year. Um, I haven't read the Phoenix saga fudge in 20 years. So maybe it's time to go back and see if I can get a hint, (laughs) but I like that it has X-Men ties because of what Jonathan Hickman has been doing with Powers of X and House of X, which we talked about. So maybe this is a good thing. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's go and take a quick commercial break and then get back uh, to everything else. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Alright, we're back after those commercials. Let's get into some TV movie news. We got a new Muppet show coming, Chris. What do you think about that? Yes! Yes! Been waiting forever. No, not really. It's only been a couple of years now, but more Muppets is always a good thing. Um, so, yes, please. Yeah, I actually got the honor of um, interviewing Guy Gilcrest over for uh, this convention happening over in Rochester, New York called um, Super City. He is one of the creators of Muppet Babies. Um And, you know, we talked about this, you know, just the legacy of Jim Henson with like Dark Crystal coming out this week on Netflix, which is great. And just everything that that's, you know, fantastic in the world of Muppets where, you know, they they bring hope to people in a a crazy time. So more Muppets for me. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Very excited about that. So that was cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we've got the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, show coming. <laughs> yeah, this blew my mind too. <laughs> this is just, you know, what, whatever. Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum, I, sign me up. Yeah, I didn't have to. I I don't have to hear anything else about that show. 
Yeah, me either. I don't even need to see a trailer. I'll just watch the show. He could. Yep. That's it. I could, I could watch this. Um, coming off the Toy Story 4 goodness, Forky asks a question, which is yeah. going to be a series of Pixar <laughs> shorts. Um, probably Toy Story esque related, but I thought that, that was really cool too. Um, I haven't seen Toy Story 4 yet, but you know, that character already is super popular. So I, I was excited to see this. Yeah, that's that's one of those really weird things that I I just I love that they're they're really kind of just spreading their wings with this uh, and just giving us a ton of content. Uh, so it's just it's really cool. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I forgot to even put this on there, but it, along with that, we're getting a new monster show as well. Uh, monsters at work, which. I, I like Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University, so yeah. it's, it's yeah, good enough that, like, Billy Crystal and John Goodman are coming back uh, to, to care, you know, to voice the characters of Mike and Sully. So, yeah, that, that, that I thought was really cool as well. Yeah, we don't have this on here. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Kristen Bell fan, too, and uh, oh, she's doing God. that encore show. And yeah. I love music stuff, so all the high school musical, I don't know, it's the cat, I don't forget what it is, like a big collaboration of all the past high school musical stuff and um it'll be that sounds like a really cool thing too if you're into music yeah so yeah i guess we'll talk about it because I, I didn't say it so high school musical the musical the series um that's where their live action live action musical movies are getting their own tv show and then to your point about Kristen bell uh what she's doing is a show called encore um, where she reunites high school classmates who performed alongside each other in onstage musicals, and then they have to recreate their performances. <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah, you know, like, that was the fun thing about D23, is that we got to learn a lot of stuff that's outside of their normal Marvel, Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, we got to see some of these random things, um, which was cool, and the, including how they're, you know, bringing in that Fox stuff, all 30 seasons of the Simpsons will also be available on uh, Disney plus insane. And yeah. Um, which is good because seasons one through 10, I could probably quote you. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, you know, dive back into the Simpsons world. Um, and then, you know, there's, there was some other things like Noel, which is like a new movie that's about Santa Claus's sister fine whatever that's great uh we got our first look at Cruella DeVille uh which is played by Emma Stone um she's getting her own uh movie on there um but the big thing I I did want to talk about real quick was about Lady and the Tramp the live action movie um they used actual uh rescue dogs for all the cast members which I thought was really cute and you know what (laughs) I watched that trailer, and I got pretty emotional watching. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was um, it was one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid. It's definitely one of the ones that I would watch over and over again. To be honest with you, um, and I just I like I love that movie. So I'm I'm really kind of excited to see how they uh, how they do it live action because I I've loved all their live action stuff. So um, it's exciting. Yeah, I um, it hit me in the feels, as they say. And uh, the only thing I have to ask next is, 
when do we get that uh, Robin Hood live action? <laughs> yeah, you keep asking that because I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep writing. I know about you it. are. I know you are. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so they they did have a really impressive lineup of uh, you know Lizzie McGuire is coming back, uh, Princess Diaries, um, the show I think with Anne Hathaway re- reprising her role. Like there's there was a long lineup of, of pretty cool things that we're getting as far as originals. Where you know we we've talked about it many times. Like Netflix doesn't have the merchandising; they don't have that long history. So hey. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So let's get into Star Wars, though, because there's some huge announcements. And let's really talk about it real quick. Mandalorian Mandalorian trailer. What was your first thoughts on that? It's been what I've been waiting for for my entire life, um, especially now with the Disney movies. I love the Disney movies. But to tell you the truth, I'm waiting for an adult. I've been waiting for an adult Star Wars thing for a long time. And this looks to be like pushing every button um, in my want list. And I, I love the Mandalorians. It's one of my favorite things about Star Wars. I love bounty hunters. Um, and what jo- I love John Favreau. So everything that I've heard. And Dave passion, Filoni. And Dave Filoni. And, and the, the passion towards this project, um, hands down, is enough to sell me on it. You know, so it's just like that trailer. I've watched it. Uh, numerous times and i just i'm very very excited about what what's to come same here watched it many times love the music love the way it was shot loved um him pulling in a guy who's not going to make it all the way through that porthole his body will get chopped in half Um, (laughs) and 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 our first look at a live action twi'lek since new star wars that's my my thought as well. I was like, did they kill all the Twi'leks at some point during like, you know? Be, I didn't I didn't know what had happened. So yeah, um, I lost my after, guy after my yeah after Dark Lords of the Sith, um, I was like, what what's going on with the Twi'leks? Did they like retail like retaliate that much against them? Oh, um, yeah, very I mean, excited. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then we did get casting news. Ming Na Wen. Um, she is joining the cast or is already in the cast. I don't know. Like they did confirm season two is coming before season one even airs on November 12th. So um, agent may on agents of shield, she is joining the cast. That was cool too. Very excited about her addition to the cast. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we got a confirmation date, February, 2020, the next season, final season of clone wars is coming as well as oh. a little teaser image of Darth Maul versus Ahsoka, sure. Oh yeah, fine, whatever. Bring it up. Bring I've been it. Waiting yeah. for, been waiting for this for, for way too long. Exactly. <laughs> and um, with the updated animation, like Rebel style, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be exactly, awesome. exactly. Uh, Vader Immortal Two is getting worked on right now. They're introducing a new character called the Dark Ghast, um, which looks creepy kind of like a smaller rancor kind of weird looking um and then there is going to be more lightsaber training uh from vader himself he is your mr miyagi in this in this episode uh darth miyagi huh yeah Uh, that's awesome um the more i hear about this game the more i'm gonna end up buying an oculus at some point so we'll see 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Right there with you. Um, all right. So big news. We did get a new poster for uh, The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9, as well as a sizzle reel came out today implying that Ray is going to the dark side. I didn't uh-huh. watch it. You didn't watch it. I'm presuming. No. Exactly. I've so watched it. I've watched like a little bits of it. I've seen pictures on Instagram. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know what? Um, I don't believe it. Um, I don't believe it's the main 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 plot point to it's either a vision or they're going to it. She's a dark clone, you know, so which could be a major plot point. But um, it is really interesting. Um, and it got a lot of people excited and a lot of people kind of turned off, too, from what I've seen. But who cares? Well, did um, you see the gif of the double lightsaber? Oh yeah, I saw I saw all of that. Um, that lightsaber is insane. Um, the what really got me though is that poster um, with the emperor in the background, and I can just more and more imagine Matt Smith's like chin and, and lower face underneath that robe. Um, so as much as we're gonna see, you know, Ian, Mac, Ian McDermott, um, where I I know we're gonna see Matt Smith as the emperor at some point. So I'm just very excited to see the return of Palpatine and his influence over this entire nine movie span. Yeah, he is the true Phantom Menace. And I hope JJ really, you know, we've said it many times. JJ needs to stick the landing. We're, we're confident that he will do it. I hate to be an asshole and say that he'll undo what Ryan Johnson did, but honestly, he kind of has to in order to make this movie work, especially with what we've seen, what we've read. It sounds like he's sticking more to his script that he worked on with Lawrence Kasdan. And um, that that gets me excited. So I'm really pumped up to see what's going to happen in this film. Absolutely. Um, it's Star Wars. It's Star it's, Wars. And then finally, the news that we've all been waiting for, the news that we've been rumoring about for years, Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor confirmed that series is coming and starts filming next year. Ah, we knew it. We, we expected it as fans, um, but it's it's a dream come true, to be honest with you. Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of my favorite characters in the Star Wars lore, um, hands down. So I'm very excited to see Ewan re- returning to this role and we get some Tatooine tales and more, maybe. I watched that video of him coming out. Did you watch it? No. Can you send it to me? Yeah. Honestly, like, you watch that video, and it's not long. It's like a minute. It's him coming out and talking to Kathleen Kennedy and confirming that he's going to be in the role again. And all the fucking goosebumps. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, this is it. This is, you know what I mean? Like, I, we knew it was coming, but it didn't stop the enthusiasm of it all. So very excited that he's returning to the role. And um, Star Wars has never been bigger in my opinion, and, and I'm really excited about it, so. No, yeah. I agree. I agree, and it's time, you know, it's time to bring everybody together and get back on board with being fans of this of this franchise, which is one of the best things that's ever happened to movie making, geek culture, everything. Star Wars is one of the most influential things that we've ever experienced in our lives, and it's time for us to all stop fighting about it, even though we still will, but... We yeah. love it. So uh, just give us more reasons to all love it together. That's all. Find, find the galaxy together. <laughs> find it together. That's right. That's right. 
so Chris, you know, we got, that's it, man. Like we're, we're done. We ran through this news. D23 was insane and a lot of fun. So let's talk about uh, where can you find us? We are at uh, don't forget to uh, your daily source of news reviews, interviews, and more. That's a geekly news going on. So we'd love to, uh, you know, bring our interpretation of that, uh, talk about some of our favorite things. So come along, have a discussion with us sometime. Uh, we're also, you know, we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So hit us up. Yes, absolutely. So this is Casey saying, go read those comics. Everything, pretty much everything that we talked about today is, you know, related to comics. So please go out there, get on it. Yep. And this is Chris. The force is with us all. We'll see you next time.